Before we get started, I have an important message. If you're on Medicare or about to be, you don't want to go it alone. And you don't want to just call the first guy who sends you a postcard. My husband did that, and he wound up with some bad advice that costs us a penalty each month that will never go away. So what can you do? Contact one of our member experts by going to certifiedmedicareagents.com and searching your state for an agent. You'll be able to look through our member agents and read about them. Then you can reach out to the agent or broker you select directly through the site. Now, one thing you should know is other sites who do this sell your information to 15 or more agents so you can get hundreds of unwanted phone calls. Not so with CertifiedMedicareAgents.com. You'll only be contacted by one agent, and if there is a problem, I may personally reach out to you, but generally you will only hear from the one agent you select. So head on over there right now before you forget and find a qualified and certified agent that can help you today. Now, let's start our program. Yes, we're releasing an episode early in order to get our app created in time for our launch party, which is taking place on April 4th. In today's episode, we will learn how one couple was able to get Dad into Mobility 101 to ride a stairlift and find out not only was it not scary, but his dog liked it too. Talking with people about how to have a great retirement. This is the Rock Your Retirement Show. We don't talk about money, but we talk about almost everything else you need to rock your retirement. Now, here's your host, Kathy Klein. Welcome to Rock Your Retirement. This is the show where we help you have a great retirement. We don't talk about money, we don't talk about insurance. We talk about all the other things that you're going to need to know when you retire. Or, if you've already retired, we can help you have a better retirement. We help you rock your retirement in areas such as social and family, entertainment and travel, volunteer work and philanthropy, matters of the spirit and soul, sex. Yes, we sometimes talk about that too. We like to leave that to the professionals, though, the therapist kind. Last of all, we talk about ways to help your parents or others who may need your help now and in the future. Baby boomers are not only taking care of their children sometimes, but they're also taking care of their parents. They're known as the sandwich generation. We want you to be passionate about your retirement, and we want to help you rock your retirement. Today's guest is Kendra French, who owns and operates her business with her husband, Gary. It's called 101 Mobility of San Diego, and their goal is to provide mobility and accessibility solutions that safely address practical needs, prolong freedom and independence for those facing physical challenges, and provide peace for their caregivers. Kendra serves as the Director of Business Development and is a Certified Aging in Place Specialist, and we're probably going to find out what that is today. She's dedicated to helping her clients find customized solutions that 
are best suited to their needs. She truly enjoys building relationships in the community with others who share their desire to serve the aging and disabled and provides compassionate understanding for the challenges that their clients face. So tell me more about yourself, Kendra. Tell me what's your background? How did you, you know, what do you do for your clients? Great. Well, 101 Mobility offers mobility solutions, things that help people to age safely at home. Um, For example, we offer stair lifts and ramps, auto lifts, platform lifts, everything but facelifts to make sure. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Yeah, probably wouldn't want me taking taking the knife to you. It's not one of my skills. Um, but as we get older, things change with regard to our balance, our responsiveness uh, slows. And with that, the home that we've loved for so long can become actually a tripping hazard. So uh, we offer a free home safety assessment. We go into people's homes and we help identify things um, that could pose a risk. Uh, Simple things like scatter rugs that look lovely, but as our gait changes when we age, become tripping hazards. We also um, will install mobility devices like stair lifts. So we all know that as we age, the joints get achy, things don't work the way that they used to. And a stair lift is just an accessory that helps you get up and down your stairs without pain. You know, I wish I would have known about you a few years ago. Now, this person wasn't in San Diego, but my husband's um, uh, father had Alzheimer's and they had a split level home and he had a caregiver that would come to the home so that his stepmother could go shopping and buy food and things like that. And they literally had, I think it was four steps to get into the home. And, you know, so they had a garage and you had to go up four steps, and then it was basically one level. And then if you wanted to go to the guest room, I think it was you stepped down. So he stayed on the one level, but basically became a shut-in because he couldn't leave. And then one day when we were visiting, it was the last, I think this was the last visit that I had with him, we wanted to take him out and... I feel bad about this, but we basically forced him to go down these steps and it was so traumatic. I have never, I I could just tell that he was so traumatized by going down these steps. It was awful. I've, I've heard countless stories like the one you just shared where there are people that are basically trapped in their own homes because of their lack of mobility. And it's sad because there are so many great solutions available. Just last week, uh, we also help people who are recovering from injuries. Mm-hmm. And we were able to install a ramp for a woman who hadn't left her home in five weeks after breaking her foot. And uh, just the joy on her face of seeing how her freedom had been restored because uh, and just in that short time of being homebound, you know, she really felt the isolation. And so you know, being able to restore her freedom was a beautiful thing. And And all it took was a few feet of aluminum. Oh my gosh. I don't think that would have been the case for this particular because the stairs were kind of steep because they went, they went to a Mm -hmm. door, but I could tell that the isolation of not being able to leave the house, Mm -hmm. I think that that speedened his condition. So it so I am so glad that oh, you're very on very much so. 
the longer that people are able to live freely and independently, are able to socialize and interact with people, the the more full and the longer life tends to be. Um, For a situation like his, where there might not be enough expanse to uh, install a, a ramp, We can do things like a vertical platform lift or a porch lift that acts like a mini elevator that would just go up those four steps straight up and allow him to easily come and go from his home. I am so glad you're on the show. I mean, these are things that nobody knows about, you know, and and this is why I'm interviewing you because I had no idea that this existed. Now, my father-in-law has since passed away. But my own father has Parkinson's disease, and it's very difficult for him to get around. And they were living in a two-story condo for years, and for years I've been asking them to please move. And they finally took the plunge, and they left Alaska. And uh, they were going back and forth between Alaska and, and Florida. They finally left Alaska. You know, they didn't want to give up that dividend check that you get every year for, you know, they have to pay you to live in Alaska. I did not know that. That's fascinating. <laughs> so, every, you know, if you have a family of 10 kids, you get a lot of money. But, um, but yeah, so they finally took the plunge and they're now full-time in Florida. But part of the reason why I do this show is just for my own benefit. I get to learn about all of these things that I can tell my stepmother, hey, did you know about this? Hey, and one of those things, we're not going to talk about that today, was adult daycare. We had no idea that that even existed. So having that, uh, what did you call it, a lift that can help people go down like three or four stairs? There's a vertical platform lift. And, you know, it's, it's a fairly simple machine, but it can literally change people's lives. Wow. I wish I would have known about that. So thank you so much Absolutely. for coming on the show. So let me ask you a question. When you were five years old, did you think to yourself, wow, I want to I wanna ha- be a mobility expert? What did you want to be when you were five? <laughs> when I was five years old, I was all about the ballerina girl. <laughs> <laughs> so you were going to be a ballerina. Of course. So how did you get into this? If you wanted to be a ballerina and now you're a a certified, what's your title? Certified Aging in Place Specialist. That's a certification that's offered through the National Association of Home Builders. So it's a course uh, that I took. It's actually three courses, a series of classes um, on accessible home building. And it was such a great foundation for me because my husband and I are actually fairly new to this industry. So we came in really wanting to develop a strong foundation in understanding how we can help make homes more accessible and how we can serve our community and help people to enjoy their retirement because they're safe in their own homes. I love that. So how did you, how did you get into this business? Well, um, a few years ago, my husband uh, was laid off from his job and spent about a year in an intensive job search. And without wanting to relocate, uh, there wasn't a lot of opportunity for him. So we started to explore business ownership, and we really took an assessment of what are the things that we're passionate about, what are the places that we see a need in the community that we could really meet. And uh, we discovered that uh, this was an area where there's a lot of need and where my husband's skills and my skills kind of blend to, uh, to form really one single person that meets all of, the, all of the needs. And it's been a really wonderful 
thing to just join the community of senior service providers and um, I'm meeting so many fabulous people. Well, I so love that's that. The short version of our journey. So you you probably you built you bought a franchise. Is that what we you did? One hundred and One Mobility is actually the nation's largest full line provider of mobility and accessibility equipment. Wow! So we are one of fifty six locations across the nation, and, and probably growing. And it is growing. So it's uh, a wonderful community to be a, to be a part of. Uh, we have the support of a national organization, but we're able to provide the customized local service because he and I are local owners, and it it really um, makes for a wonderful, wonderful life. We're well, so I, glad we took this plunge. I love that, and it is a needed service, and I'm glad that we're getting the word out. And the nice thing about you being part of a franchise is if somebody's listening to this and they're not in San Diego – they could probably look up a location that is near them. Absolutely. So that is fantastic. So how do you usually get a new client? Is it someone like myself whose parent, you know, really needs help and I start Googling how to get my parents up the stairs? I mean, I, I like I would have not known how to find you. And that's why we we never mm-hmm. found you for my husband's dad. We it didn't even occur to us that this, to even look, right? Right. Like, like how do you – how does someone find you? Well, you mentioned the internet and a lot of people do find us on the web. What um, do they know, They'll go for? in. They'll search for one of the products. They'll search for ramps or they'll search for stair lifts and we'll come up as one of the uh, providers that they can call. Um, but I would say a lot of the people that we get in touch with are referred to us either by previous clients or by other providers. Uh, we work with a lot of skilled nursing facilities and um, acute transitional rehabs. So when someone's had a fall and there's an incident, before they can be discharged to go home, their home needs to be made safe. And so we'll have usually the child or the spouse of someone who's in a care facility that is in desperate need of a ramp or a lift or grab bars, things that will make their home environment safe so their loved one can be discharged back home. And, you know, we're able to jump in within a day or two and meet those needs and get people home as quickly as possible. And it's so that's where the majority of our business comes from is through, through those referrals. Because the skilled nursing facilities know about you. We are going out and meeting with as many people in that uh, community as possible because we do want to make them aware that we're here. We want to be a resource for them. We want to be a resource for the community. But in the instance of my father-in-law, he never he didn't have a fall, you know, so that's why we never found out about you because there was no skilled nursing facility involved. It was just us that's trying true. to... That's true. And so that's why he was so isolated. So this is... This is really, really cool that that you do it. So it's probably either the the family member that calls you. Very often. Occasionally, you know, someone will recognize, hey, I'm tripping on my stairs. I'm going to call somebody and get some help. But a lot of times, you know, let's face it, we don't want to admit we're getting older. We don't want to admit to the changes in our bodies. And so very often it's a loved one that will call and address the need. Um, you have time for a funny story? Yeah, I'd love to hear a story. So a few weeks ago, we got a call from a gentleman, and he was calling for his dad. And he said, hey, my dad 
desperately needs a stair lift. He's tripping up the stairs. We're so afraid that he's going to fall. But he is absolutely, adamantly against it. And I said, well, how can we help you? (laughs) And he asked if he could bring his dad into our office where we have a display unit that people can sit on and ride. He says, I think if I get him in there and he sees how the thing works, he'll be open to it. And I said, absolutely. We'd love to have you come by and visit. He wanted to come on a Saturday. We're not normally open on Saturdays, but we made an arrangement to meet him here at the office. And what I didn't know was that he didn't tell his dad where he was bringing it. (laughs) So the dad got here, thought he was being taken out to lunch. He was like, this is a weird place to have lunch. (laughs) Exactly. So they pull up with dad, his wife, the son, the daughter-in-law, two dogs. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) They brought the entourage. And they came in. And we all sat down uh, uh, in our front reception area, and I asked him, you know, do you know why you're here today? And he looked around. He says, well, I'm supposed to be having lunch, but I don't see any food here. (laughs) And I looked at the son. I said, you haven't said anything to him about why he's here, have you? (laughs) He just shook his head and turned his eyes down. And so I began to share with him about, you know, who we are and what we do. And I said, you know, your family thinks that you would really benefit from a stair lift. And his eyes got big and his muscles got stiff. And I'm pretty sure he just about sprung out of the chair. And he says, we are out of here. Oh, no. And he says, absolutely not. Those things are horrible. And uh, so I began to just ask him about what his experience was that made him so against it. And apparently 20 years ago, he had sat on one in someone's home that had either not been installed properly or not been maintained properly. Uh And his brief ride experience was um, a little bit shaky. And so that was his one experience. So we invited him to ride our lift. And again, he said, nope, no way. We're out of here. No way. (laughs) So my husband Gary was here and uh, he sat down on the lift and just kind of started to ride it up and down himself. And uh, the gentleman's eyes started to follow him and Uh, After a little while, he got up and tried it himself. Oh, so he said no way without even trying it. He said no way without even trying it. Oh, And so finally, he sat down on the lift, and he felt how smooth the ride was and and how easy it was to swivel the seat and get off safely at the top and bottom of the stairs. Um, And then what sealed the deal was he said, well, I like it, but I have to see if the dog likes it. He put the dog on it. So he put the dog <laughs> on his lap, and the dog rode up and down the stair lift and didn't jump off and enjoyed it. And uh, a few days later, we were able to install a lift in their home. And I actually spoke with the client just a few days ago, and he uses it every single day and is absolutely so happy that he said yes. Oh my gosh, I wish I would have known about that for my dad in Alaska. They probably could have stayed in their condo. Quite but possibly. the problem was is that, you know, it snows there and it's cold and there's ice and my dad falls maybe 15 times a day. Oh my goodness. Now the good news is he's short. And so he's low to the ground, and so, so far he hasn't had any serious injuries. But if you look at his legs, they're scarred up from him falling constantly. You know, the, mm. he falls, when, when, the last time we visited him, he, you know, every 
hour, you'd hear a big thud, and I'd run in there and see if he was okay. But And that's really frightening because, you know, I'm so thankful that in every case he's been, you know, free of serious injury. So but far. So often, that's not the case. That's and right. really, you know, we're about preventing falls through doing, you know, little things in your home that make it a safer place to be. Yeah, rugs. That's that's one of the things, and I beg them to get rid of their throw rugs. You know, he had a walker that he broke, <laughs> you know. So my husband tried to fix it when he was there, and I think we bought him a new walker. I don't remember. Oh, and that that brings me to my next question. So are these stair lifts um, paid for by Medicare? I'm glad you asked that uh, because they tend to be a private pay product. Okay. Unfortunately, most insurance companies don't consider safety at home or home access to be medically necessary. So we don't offer devices like durable medical equipment. We don't sell wheelchairs or walkers. Um, the devices that, that we carry are for the home. But, so, the, but in order for Medicare to pay for a wheelchair, it has to be used inside the home. That's right. So Medicare will pay for a wheelchair but not a stair lift? That's correct. That seems a little weird. It's just, it is what it is right now. And so, you know, we understand that for some people who are living on perhaps a fixed income, the cost of a stair lift uh, can be limiting. Right. So we want everyone to have access. So we have other programs that help people to be able to afford our products. We have a rental program and a rent to own program. Oh, that's nice. So that for someone, you know, who a $3,000 lump sum, which is about the cost of a straight stair lift, uh, for someone for whom that would be uh, limiting, we offer a rental program where after a year of paying $300 or $325 a month, they own their stair lift. And that, you know, makes things so much more affordable for people. That, that's fantastic. I love that. So what about someone like me who's just too lazy to go up and down the stairs? Should I get a stair lift? You know what? You would be surprised. We've had people <laughs> that, uh, you know, seem to be very able-bodied, but they just want to take a load off their feet and rest. And it's also, you know, something to think if the need isn't urgent now, having to wait until it's urgent can be a frightening thing. You know, again, we go back to those people who are awaiting discharge and they can't be discharged until these things are installed if it was already in place. Because we all know we're all getting older and unfortunately things begin to decline physically as we get older. So putting things in place, there's a universal design where the home is actually designed with wider doorways is designed with pedestal sinks so that if you uh, it gives you more space to maneuver in a bathroom. Um, having some of those things in place early makes a lot of sense. Are those things that you help install, pedestal sinks and widened doorways and things like that? We do. We're a licensed general contractor, so we can do something as small as installing a grab bar to a full-scale accessible remodel. Uh, one thing that, that we require is that for us to do a remodeling project, there does have to be an accessible design to it. So we're not going to simply replace the countertop if you just want to get new sinks, but we'll do uh, projects that have accessibility features. Do you have a designer that you use? If not, I have one I can recommend to you after the show. That would be fabulous. Okay, fantastic. 
Okay, good. So any other stories that you want to share? That one story about the the uh, the person who was being taken to lunch was really funny. Any other stories? That was super fun. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's see. Well, this one's funny. You know, my husband and I are 15 years apart in age. I'm the younger one, just in case there's any doubt. <laughs> and uh, we have a client who we're currently seeing, and uh, we're installing a stair lift for the use of the gentleman in the home, but we're actually not sure if it's the husband or the father of the lady of the house. <laughs> Who needs the stair lift? Yeah, but we're just thankful to be able to meet the need no matter what the relationship is between the family living there. <laughs> right, and you didn't want to ask. <laughs> no, it's too late for that. We'll just, you know, leave it with uh, we're helping someone. Well, there's a 20-year age difference between my husband and myself, so I've got you beat by five years. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I may be the one who needs help before he does, so we'll see how that works. Um, okay, so tell me about a typical day in your business and how it might help the listeners of this show. So the listeners of this show are probably not the people you're doing the installs for. They're probably not listening to a podcast. My podcast listeners are most likely baby boomers. You know, they're either getting ready for retirement or they've just retired and they're trying to, you know, just listen to how they can rock their retirement. So how can your business help my listeners? Well, I am glad you asked that. You know, uh, my husband and I, uh, his parents are living. And so for many baby boomers, like you mentioned, the sandwich generation, you're still paying off college loans for your kids or helping them with their early career. And on the other side, you have your aging parents who are starting to decline and are needing services like the ones we provide or even, you know, more extensive care. And I really, uh, I see us as being able to help children enjoy their retirement because they have peace of mind knowing that their parents' home has been made safe for them and knowing that uh we are just a phone call away when they start to see a need. I love that. Oh, one question I forgot to ask about the stair lift. And uh, when I come to your office, I want to ride. Is that okay? Absolutely. <laughs> Bring your friends. We'll, we'll have a party, a <laughs> we'll stair, have lift a stair party. lift party. <laughs> okay, so do you maintain it? Like, how is that maintained? What happens if it breaks? That is an excellent question. 101 Mobility offers an extension uh, in addition to the manufacturer's warranty. We offer a one-year free service warranty. So anything that happens with the battery, if it stops running, uh, we will come out and troubleshoot it for you. Uh, they're fairly maintenance-free. Um, you would want to have it looked at once a year. Um, depending on the model that you've installed, some need to have the gear rack oiled annually, and that's something that we can do. Uh, we'll do an annual service contract. Um, other than that, you just plug them in and they roll. They uh, are charged by a battery that runs off electricity, so they plug into the wall at either the top or the bottom of the stairs. The uh, rail for the stair lift does not mount onto your wall. It's going to mount onto the treads of the stairs. Oh, the and stairs then themselves. Onto the stairs themselves. Can somebody actually climb the stairs without riding the lift? 
Yes. Okay, so they don't In have... fact, that's that's one of the things when we go into a home, we'll measure the width of the staircase, and that will help us determine which product is the best one. So if you have a narrow staircase, we have a stairlift design that folds to a very, very narrow width oh. to allow access for someone who's walking up the stairs around the stairlift. Because obviously, the longer you can walk up the stairs, the better shape you're going to be in. It's great exercise. <laughs> <laughs> so my joke there before... Are other businesses that have made a fortune off building stair climbers, right? Exactly. <laughs> and you have one in your home that you can use. But the problem is you're probably not going to fall off one of the – well, that's not true. I've seen The Biggest Loser and I've seen people fall off those things. Yeah. <laughs> it can be really scary. Yes. So. so I'm glad you asked about the stair lifts because I think people are often confused about how they're installed. I think people think that they're going to cause damage to the wall. They never even touch the wall. There, um, the tracks are installed on the treads of the staircase, and the unit is plugged in at either the top or bottom of the stairs. Uh, and they have a battery unit so that if the power goes out, you'll have at least eight hours to of get charge. downstairs or upstairs wherever exactly. you need to go. It'll continue to run. I love that. That's fantastic. Does it increase your electricity bill by a lot, or? I find that they, they are not very uh, costly to run, and we have one in our office, and our bills have been pretty low. Great. Well, that's wonderful. Well, I am definitely going to check that out. Do you have a typical day in your business, or is There's it... no such thing as a typical day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I spend a lot of my time out in the community meeting with people and, uh, you know, learning about ways to partner with other senior service providers. So that's a big part of my role at 101 Mobility in, in business development is developing relationships with other providers. So I will be at a breakfast meeting and then I will go have coffee with someone and then I might go and do a home consultation or a home safety assessment. Uh, then I might come back to the office and send out some emails or make some phone calls. I'm just kind of all over the place. Uh, it's really fun. And, and your husband does the installs? Or? My husband is the operations guy. His background's in manufacturing and operations. So he oversees all of our purchasing, our inventory control, um, invoicing, all of those. Uh, he's our financial guy. And then we have a third partner. His name is Andrew, and he is our construction manager. He brings 30 years of experience uh, having his own remodeling business as a licensed general contractor. So he's actually the third piece of our little team, and um, he does all of our installations. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing about that. Okay, so it is almost 30 minutes, so we're going to do our wrap-up. And there's a couple questions that I ask everybody, and the first one is, what do you think that people should know before they retire? And it can have nothing to do with your business, but just what is, what is something that you think that everyone needs to know before they retire? I think that's a great question because we all look forward to retirement and the fun things that we can do when we're not encumbered by having to go to work. And then all of a sudden there's a crisis with your parents and all of your plans can go out the window. So I would suggest as you're planning for your retirement, also plan with your parents. Talk to them about what they want to do to manage a crisis. 
so that when the crisis hits, there's something in place and it doesn't have to waylay your enjoyment of your retirement. That is great, great advice. So have a plan in place for your parents and talk to them. Absolutely. Yeah, and it has to be their plan. I think so often, you know, as the children of when we see our parents start to decline, we think we know what's better for them. Honoring their wishes, I think, is really important. But opening the door for the conversation is also a really important thing to do. Sometimes you can't honor every wish that they have. So I used to be a financial advisor. And when I would talk to people about their, their plan and their plan was to move in with their kids, well, that's not always... That's not always feasible for some of us in the baby boomer generation. You know, we've got our own bills to pay and we've, you know, maybe we've downsized and we don't, you know, we'd love to have an extended family like they do in other parts of the country. But sometimes having our parents move in with us is just not. That's true. So. That's true. So maybe you you should find out if your parents are planning on moving in with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's their plan for you to take care of them. Yeah. It's kind of a, yeah, it's got to be mutually agreeable when it impacts everyone, (laughs) right? And, and, you know, for some people, having a multi-generational home is is a great solution. Maybe that's how you rock your retirement is you want to honor your parents because they invested all these years in you and now it's your opportunity to invest in them. And And that can can be rocking your retirement. And they can help with the grandkids. Yeah, but a lot of people would prefer to age in place at home. It's, It's difficult to move at any stage of life, but in older life, moving is such a stressful thing. And so a lot of people would prefer to stay in their own home. And so having a plan in place of how to make that home safe, of, of how, to, um, how to know when to possibly bring in a caregiver or something like that to help out, I think those are great conversations to have. Wonderful advice. Last question. We have a lot of listeners who are either new retirees or maybe they've been retired but they feel stuck in their lives for some reason. If you were sitting across from a new retiree or somebody who felt stuck, what's the one piece of advice that you would give them to have a successful retirement or to get unstuck? Oh my goodness. I think it would be explore things that you've always been curious about that you never had time to do. Find things that you're passionate about and get involved. I would say, uh, Think beyond yourself and your own personal enjoyment and do something that's going to have a positive impact on our world and allow you to use your gifts and your personality and who you are to bless other people Uh, because there's a richness to that that can't be matched in just our own pleasures. Kendra, that is so awesome what you just said. I just love that. Thank you so much for coming on this show. I know that your interview here is going to help many of my listeners rock their retirement. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kathy, for inviting me to be here. I've just really enjoyed this conversation with you. And I do hope that your listeners uh, enjoyed it as well. How can my listeners contact you? Do you have phone, email, website? All of those things. (laughs) Uh, The easiest way to get in touch with us is uh, by calling our number. It's 858-800-2820. 
or you can look us up on the web, www.101mobility.com slash San Diego. And we would love to hear from you. Great. Did you give your email address and I just forgot? Or I didn't. It's easy. It's K French, like French fries, <laughs> at 101mobility.com. Well, thank you so much. And to my listeners, we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Thanks for listening to the Rock Your Retirement show. If you are rocking your retirement or know someone who would make a great guest on our show, please send us an email at podcast at rockyourretirement.com. Are you a couple who is living in North County, San Diego, and would like to make more friends who are aged 50 and over? North County Young at Heart Meetup Group is looking for more members. The membership dues are only $10 a year, but if you host one meetup, your dues are waived. For more information, if you are in San Diego, just go to meetup.com, sign up for a free meetup membership, and then search for North County Young at Heart. Remember, if you host an event during your three-month trial, your fees are waived. Are you a couple who is living in North County, San Diego, and would like to make more friends who are aged 50 and over? North County Young at Heart Meetup Group is looking for more members. The membership dues are only $10 a year, but if you host one meetup, your dues are waived. For more information, if you are in San Diego, just go to meetup.com, sign up for a free meetup membership, and then search for North County Young at Heart. Remember, if you host an event during your three-month trial, your fees are waived. Are you a couple who is living in North County, San Diego, and would like to make more friends who are aged 50 and over? North County Young at Heart Meetup Group is looking for more members. The membership dues are only $10 a year, but if you host one meetup, your dues are waived. For more information, if you're in San Diego, just go to meetup.com, sign up for a free meetup membership, and then search for North County Young at Heart. Remember, if you host an event during your three-month trial, your fees are waived.